morning, everyone. My name is Jason Colucci, and we are broadcasting live from the International Restaurant and Food Service Show here at the Javits Center. Wanted to thank HeritageRadioNetwork.com and my main man, Jack Inslee and Patrick Martins. And I wanted to take the opportunity to thank the crew. These are people I woke up at 5.30 this morning. Matthew Bourgeois, Bennett Jazilik, Mark Trumpor, Aaron Sylvester, Keith Braga, and of course, the producer, Jesse Kiefer, and yours truly, Jason Colucci. You know, it's interesting why we're here today, because... If you're here right now and if you're watching online, you can't actually see out there, but if anyone has seen a Coors Light commercial where that train comes running through and people just start having a really good time, that's where like, we, we feel like we're at right now. Like We're all going to start drinking Coors Light and having fun and laughing. Um, but we'll turn the camera eventually for you people here. So online people, relax. Don't worry. We'll get to you, okay? You have the, the world at your fingertips. Go to another website. Um, if, but wait till the show's over. Um, <clears throat> Ron Matthews is a gentleman I contacted uh, about three weeks ago, and Ron Matthews is the vice president of Reed Exhibitions. And if everyone knows who Reed Exhibitions are, Reed Exhibitions are the company that basically organized and put together the show here at the Food Show. Uh, and Amy Reiner, uh, who's part of the team, contacted me uh, along with a couple other people to ask me if I wanted to uh, broadcast here live from the show. Now, I was a little bit up in the air about it because I was a little bit nervous because you never know what to expect in a situation where it's two weeks before, but it's been great and I'm really excited. I just wanted to take a second to thank everyone at Reed Exhibitions uh, for providing the venue here at the International Restaurant and uh, Food Service Show. For doing it. And, you know, keep in mind, go on their website. These guys just don't do the show. They produce a ton of shows here all over the country. Uh, you know, I was walking around talking to a, a bunch of different companies here. And, um, you know, there's some friends, Mark Tell, John Hansberg, Mario Pagano, a lot of different guys. But uh, a, a gentleman to my left right now. And uh, do, you, do, you like your, do you like your medium shot here? Okay, say hello to the world, okay? That's, uh, I'm kidding, right? Hello. Uh, Brian Nicholson. How are you? Uh, Red Jacket Orchard. Um, pleasure to see you today. Can I shake your hand? Yeah, I know we're online, but I just wanted to be formal about it. Now, I'm familiar with your product. The one question I had for you is, um, is do you guys ever find a point where your your product is so popular and so well-sustained that it gets too, you kind of have to like push it back a little bit in regards to not having the, the, the demand that ratio or do you feel ever in that position? No, I mean, uh, I think we're very fortunate because, um, you know, we're a grower and uh, we've been in the uh, business of growing for over 50 years. I'm third generation. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, if you're in the lemon business, you got to make lemonade. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're in the apple business and uh, we've always made apple-based products, juice products. Yeah. Um, and uh, luckily, New York State is one of the biggest apple regions in the world. So It's insane. It's insane. And Burt Wolf, who was a guest on this show weeks and weeks ago, uh, produced a, uh, a show about just apples in the U.S. and the procurement of them and the, the heirloom aspect of them. Mm -hmm. And there was one part in them where they were trying to replicate growing apples. And they put one seed in from an apple apple seed but the idea is it's just one derivative of a big picture so when you're planting an app you know apple tree and stuff like that is there a specific kind of 
seed thing you have to do or something? Is that does that make sense to you at all or not? Well, well actually, yeah. it's a it's a okay. very I, I mean the whole plant breeding yeah. that goes behind it is is uh, is actually very complicated. And I mean, when you talk about heirlooms, yeah. uh, I, I'm not fortunate that our orchard is right in Geneva, New York, and Cornell's Experiment Station is there, and they have one of the oldest repositories of uh, germplasm back to. Um, uh, uh, I think it's Kazakhstan, or says okay. that goes back for forever. But the interesting thing is, you you can't really plant a seed and get the same tree. You have to graft it. You have to graft the bud tissue into the tree to to get that that apple the same time every time. The same fla flavor profile. The if same. You if you want a Macintosh apple, the only way to get it is to graft a Macintosh uh, uh, bud into the tree. You guys have a huge presence at Whole Foods. Right? Do I see you guys there a lot? Or well, we're in a, yeah, we're in, a, we're in a lot of. I mean, great, you're a lot of places. A lot I, of great markets. As somebody who conveniently was a purchaser at Polino's on the Bowery in Houston and ran out of cider at a certain time, you know, it was very convenient that your product was uh, was right next door. But we do we do so, a lot with Whole so Foods. Yeah. You guys uh, don't mess with it at all. I mean, I, when I taste it, I feel like there's just you're just macerating the apples and juicing them and. There's well, nothing in, in between. Well, absolutely, and that's that's part of the secret, you know. And you know, and you know, just to your point there of, of, of Whole Foods, we're we're you know just from an availability standpoint, yeah. we we are able to service uh, a lot of the great supermarkets in New York, like Fresh Direct and Fairway and Food Emporium, and, and a lot of great places. Uh, and one of the reasons we we can kind of be there all the time is because of actually having a product we can make all year long. Yeah. And it's important that um, I think for consumers who are looking for that local product. You know, we're seasonal, so sometimes you run out of certain things. And if you run out of certain things in a supermarket, it's very hard to get back in. And that's always been the challenge of the local food movement. But um, being in the juice business as well, that has helped that. But uh, to your point, we people say, why, why does the juice taste so good? Yeah. It, it's probably what we don't do it to it, to it yeah. more than what we do to it. Yeah. I mean, that's really the secret. The... Um Working under a lot of demanding pastry chefs, they're always asking for mutsu apples. What's why are pastry chefs um, basically demanding from purchasers and sous chefs this particular type of apple? Is it the, the texture of it, or? Well, I, it's it's simply. An, I just think it's a great apple. It's a okay. very it's a very moderate flavor, so it's not over. It's not too sweet. It's yeah. not too tart. I think that gives them a lot of. Um, uh, room to work with it. Okay. Uh, it's it's a crisp apple. It's green. It's one of the few green East Coast apples. So I think from that local food movement, it gives them that opportunity to have that that color yeah. uh, break along with all the you know beautiful red apples that grow on the East Coast too. And how? Uh, what are your thoughts here? Tell, tell me something about the show since you're here. You know you're a busy day today. Uh, is Brian? You know it's the first day of the show. You kind of like you, you realize, oh crap, I forgot this. I forgot that. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, what are your thoughts here at the show? You like you've been here before. I think I've seen you guys. Before. You know, every show has got that that initial excitement when you hit the floor and everyone's trucking their stuff in, and the door's going to open in five minutes. And uh, I can tell you, the door opened with a huge. <laughs> it bang. was big today, right? Was it's big. huge. We're we've... kind of in the outskirts here of it. We're like in the green zone, if you will, <laughs> uh, the safety zone of, of people, kind of. But you guys are, especially that that row you're in. It's a it's a well, wild we're row. we're lucky to be in the Pride of New York Pavilion, yeah. as they and call you are. it. You are. Uh, we're luckily next to a lot of the great wineries in New York State. I think that's a wonderful draw. People. Uh, I, it's Sunday morning. I, I love the food yeah, business. You can so. sample wine at 10 a.m. It's great. <laughs> no spitting, um, please. No spitting. No, no, no. I'm just tasting. I'm tasting. I'm tasting. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying different blends. I'm trying different blends. Well, thank you for doing the show. Would you mind giving a little uh, autograph or a little thank to on the morning after sign here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Where do you you're need all it? set. Wherever you want. Thanks again. Right on here. Or? Just wherever you want to do it. Brian, Brian Nicholson from Red Jacket Orchards. 
Uh, he's ta- he's the first to tag. Somebody call New York City.gov. Somebody call the graffiti wing of uh, something. Um, thanks again, Thank man. you for uh, having uh, me. Please, Great show. Now, you know, I want to have you guys in studio and, and talk when you guys get a chance when you're uh, after the show in the next few well, weeks. Well, I'll tell you what. We've handed out over uh, almost a thousand of these today so far. And when we're done handing those out, if I have enough energy, I, 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 I will definitely be first place to come to see you. 100%. Thanks <laughs> Thank again, you. man. I appreciate Thank it. Cheers. Take care. I'm going to have my good friend John Hansberg. He's about action, not distraction. Everybody knows him. If you watch, uh, I, this is a great story. Um, if anyone that watches television in prime time, I hope I get those residuals, uh, they might have seen a commercial for BlackBerry. Now, I will vouch uh, for everything on that commercial. There is no embellishment, except for when you were really inspecting that red pepper. It looked, that wasn't a red pepper. What, 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 that, was, that was a Buddha's hand. Oh, Buddha's hand. Oh, it was a Buddha's hand. It wasn't hand. even red at all. Okay. Well, it was oh, some, no, the cactus pepper. It was like it was a Buddha's was a Buddha's hand. Which, what's the season of the Buddha's hand? Anyway, citrus generally runs in the some. winter time, so it's from the West Coast. Um, I'm speaking with John Hansberg, who's a good, a good friend. Uh, I'm just going off your title by the Vice President of Sales at Baldor. Is that right? Is that your title? Correct. Okay. Uh, and John is, uh, is, is a friend in the sense that uh, we've worked together for, for a few years now. And um, I'm making a joke about a commercial that was for BlackBerry. Uh, how, did that, how did that all come about? Because I, I, I loved it. I was watching it. And it, it's so true. You get about 400 text messages a day. I get a lot of text messages, a lot of BBM. So I, I met a friend of a friend who came to Baldur actually three or so years ago. Yeah. And she was trying to pitch us on some red tea from Australia. And uh, she kept in touch, and, and she would send some random emails. On, on this, as a side note, she does screening for a production company. Okay. So I had left my family in Florida for vacation, came back up to New York, <laughs> and I get a random email saying, we're doing a BlackBerry commercial. I'm like, hell, I'm married to my BlackBerry. I may as well. You are. Why not? For a goof, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I've never really spent time in front of a camera. So I show up to the audition. And uh, I get in front of the camera for five minutes, talk about my BlackBerry and how I use it. And I walk out thinking that was a great experience, but thinking nothing would come up. A week later... It's all over. A week later, I find out that I'm the top pick for the agency, and they're flying me out to L.A. to shoot the commercial. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was was a great experience. That's all. You know, it's it's fun because, like, if you take all the idea of, like, oh, it's on TV and stuff like that... For someone who knows your schedule, I bet it was just fun to do something and not, like, just to be somewhere and not have to worry about actually looking at your phone for that day of shooting and knowing... Because you, know. you don't think I was working while I was there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you know, for <laughs> someone who working. deals with people who are all about themselves all the time that are in restaurants, uh, you know, chefs, right. not so self-absorbed, but people that have a lot of uh, demands on their hands, it's about them all the, to- all the time. So I guess oh, it was, might have been... service all day. I bet, I bet it... So, just, I'm just saying it might have been nice that it was just about you for a was, day, just was, on the set. It was a great experience. Number one, I got free trip to the L.A. market, which I really hadn't spent much time in. Okay. So it was cool to check that now, out. Now, uh, is that the Santa Monica market? Is that the... There, there's actually multiple, multiple markets stuff, same there. Thing like this is the, this is the bigger one. It was only a small section of the, the market, but it was, it was pretty cool. Met one of our suppliers out there because we buy in the L.A. market for, for the New York uh, market here. And uh, it was just a great experience and super fun. And, it, yeah, it was, it was... How's your family? Everyone's great. Great. 
Um, I'll give a shout out to my son Ryan, who I think is wa- is listening right now. He can actually if he, he he's can, looking to uh, UStream. Uh, if you text him uh, UStream TV, um, he can actually watch here. Uh, <clears throat> also, there was a great fact in that commercial: was you guys, you, you guys, you guys started out with nine trucks or six trucks, or I started with Baldor uh, in 1993, okay. and uh, Baldor actually started in 1991. Uh, and had originated in the st- in the Balducci store. Yeah. And uh, chefs would walk in, love the produce, and, and Andrew Balducci would wholesale to them. Now Balducci's was a classic New York City. Balducci's was the famous market. famous Italian market, which is gourmet food. Uh, okay. Back in the in the seventies, eighties, sixties, seventies, eighties. I mean, way back. Um. So when I started in 93, we had six trucks on a busy Friday. It was, and that, was, that was a busy yeah, day for us. Now we're rolling upwards of 180 trucks. If anyone, uh, any uh, restaurant tours or, or chefs are listening, I re- and they, they have an account with Baldor or want to open an account with Baldor, I recommend calling and just going up to Hunts Point. First of all, the place is immaculate. Second of all, if you're somebody like me that gets off on production and efficiency, it's a great place to just go check out. Um, on top of the fact that it's just a well-run organization. You guys are are taking all the right next steps, I feel like, as a company, where it's not... I, I've, I've never felt that you were trying to get too big. Um, I've always felt really comfortable in your hands, and um, thank you for your, for your time. Any what, what uh, any plugs? Uh, thanks, Baldor.com? thanks for the plug. Yeah, bal- yeah. www.baldorfood.com. Um, yeah, any anytime anyone want to come up, we, we try to encourage customers to come up to the facility because we're doing things in this business up here in the New England area that no one else is doing. Just when it comes to food safety and growing our line of quality product, we're, you know, we're so much more than produce now. But also the, the cool part is if any chefs that want to do, uh, you guys do demos up there too. So, and there's a kitchen, there's a professional kitchen. Correct. There. And we just started utilizing that and, and throwing some uh, soirees in the, at the kitchen. We just had a great uh, pastry chef event where we, uh, we showed all of our local fruit and our citrus and our chocolate lines and uh, we had some high-end chefs come up and show their stuff and essentially teach a few of their recipes. Anyone buying any fruit in the New York State area probably passed through John Hansberg's hands, not literally like in the commercial, but in the figurative sense. Uh, John Hansberg, Vice President of Sales at Baldor. Thank you, John. Thank you for your time. I know it's the first day. I appreciate it, man. I'd love to have you in the studio. Great to see you again. John Hansberg, please. Uh, Bennett, could you give John the, the uh, marker to sign the... Uh, sign the I'm going to auction this I'm gonna auction this off on uh, Food Network after this. Uh, John Hansberg, good friend. We, 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 we're, we're actually... We're, there's going to be an exclusive here at the show. We're going we're gonna to talk. Um... Myself and Arian. Uh, <clears throat> Arian, we have to we have to come clean to our to our listeners online and here on the radio. We're having a uh, restaurant show affair. We do. We do. We do. We uh, have to stop meeting like this. 
whether it's a, it's San Francisco, um, uh, long distance San Francisco, or, or locally here in New York. I, that was like one month ago. <laughs> I had to find a little space on the staircase, a little quiet somewhere in the food show and, and <laughs> to that, talk to you on the phone. That's why uh, D'Artagnan <laughs> has so much success as a restaurant buyer, as somebody who's been in the... the the, the, the basements of Tribeca or in the uh, first floors of Soho and, and procurement. Uh, there's a company I've uh, that actually made me kind of a, you know, I've always been a Francophile, but made me really open up more to, to French culture, and, and that's D'Artagnan. Um, I would say you guys dabble in a ton of different stuff. I'll bring up a few of them. Uh, obviously, mushrooms, truffles, um, sausages, um, foie gras, everything. You know, I, of course, I'll mispronounce uh, a few of those things. But uh, talk to me a little bit about where yeah, D'Artagnan is now. Basically, it's good proteins, mostly meat proteins, a little bit of mushroom and truffles, but good meat proteins. And so, by French, we bring the French culture huh, of... Yeah and the French philosophy of uh, growing the animals the right way so they will be the, as, as good as possible, the best on the plate. And that's it. That's, that's what's that's French. That and my accent is the only thing that's French about our company. Well, you, come, you become from a, a food dynasty, and there's a, if anyone is a food junkie like I am, there's a great old Charlie Rose interview. And I say old, I, I don't mean it in a derogatory way. I mean, it, it's, it's a classic interview. It's yourself, Eric Repair, Danielle Ballou, and Drew Neeporent. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of the first times if you were following food that you would see y- yourself uh, in, in the scene. But you guys talk about the the idea of the French culture entering into a, a Jean-Louis Paladin. And that, was, ac- yeah, we, we, that was... Um uh, while Jean-Louis was sick and, and dying of cancer and, and we uh, Charlie Rose was really good at recognizing that um, uh, Jean-Louis was instrumental in bringing that priority of raising the right way to have the good food on the plate because before him there was none there was not such Isn't priority so in America so weird now when you think about it how, how you have you guys you have pushed it forward to this point where someone like myself just thinks thinks it's a given that I'm getting uh, frog raw from Hudson Valley. Like I just think that's oh yeah, that's where it comes from. But it wasn't that way. But it's great. It's yeah. great. It's great to be able to uh, encourage farmers more and more local and and uh, more and more committed to doing it the right way with heritage breeds that take longer without medication, without growth hormones, antibiotics. At the end of the day, it makes it better on the plate. And now, that's your, the main thing. Your daughter was going to the Cornell Hotel School. How's she doing? Where is, she, is she working? She in? graduated. Is she, is she third generation now? She did a U-turn on me. She's now uh, doing a Master of uh, Architecture yeah, in San you Francisco. Did, but you did the same thing when you finished. You went against your family. So I've, I've done my research. You went against your family. And then now you are... Um, a modern day, you know, Julia Child equivalent in terms of no, in terms of what, in terms of the 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 polar opposite of what she did. I mean, you came to the U.S. as a you know, as a French Thank woman you. and sort of reinvented the. I just the I'm culture. just doing what I learned when I was a kid in my father's restaurant. Yeah. We are uh, several. I. I'm the seventh generation in yeah. the food business. Oh, in sorry, 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 so your daughter's uh, the number nine. But but the eight. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't invent anything. I'm just following uh, what I, I've learned is the right way to do to raise animals and to to serve them. 
Now, Drew Newport yelled at me uh, for the mispronouncing your last name the last time. Is it Dagan? Dagan. Arian Dagan. Yeah. Why? <laughs> no, because, you know, it's that relationship where you work for somebody and it's always that, that, that teacher-student kind of thing. He's like, uh, I was like, oh. I was like, Drew, remember when uh, Arian Dagan? He's like, Dagan. I was like, oh. <laughs> He's like the, uh, yeah, oh, stop hosing me. Um, but uh, I know you're busy and this is the first day. So, I, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for doing an interview. I'd love to have you in the studio at Roberta's uh, if we could follow up. I when know the your schedule, you your itinerary is crazy. When the villa you want. And I'd so love to stay at the villa in, uh, in, in France, uh, the chalet, if we, if, if we, if we uh, make it out there. Yeah, um, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> this summer, let's make a date. Oh, please. Yeah. I, I'm on. Everyone's here. We're online. There's about, you know. Over five hundred thousand people are watching right now. Um, it's true. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna fly out and stay at the chalet, um, and I'll see you then. But thanks again, Ariane Degan from uh, D'Artagnan Foods. Uh, D'Artagnan, uh, can you please give us a, a, a plug on terms of uh, a Twitter or? Uh, so the, our website is www.dartagnan.com. Uh, D'Artagnan without the apostrophe, so that you know, like the Musketeer, D-A-R-T-A-G-N-A-N. Dot com. Like anyone, this. <laughs> and um, we have the blog, we have the Facebook, everything is on the website and uh, plugged in. Just for me, I just want to say thank you. I have so much respect for you and what you've done for food. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is like my prime time. Uh, I guess the best thing to do, Mark, is to get close to get close to the mic. Right. Um, hey, Jace, how you doing? Can you pick me up? Uh, Mark Tell, uh, Sam Tell, Design Builds Apply. I don't even have to look at this. You know, most people I have to do, do the bio. Uh, <clears throat> I'll describe briefly to our listeners the, the progression of the company. You can interrupt me at any moment. Uh, the Bowery, which was the quintessential area for restaurant supply for a long time. Oh, God. Generations. Um, Sam Tell had a, uh, an area there for a long time, and this was your... Uh, it's my grandfather's business. Uh, my grandfather and my dad started it in 1956 um, really it was my my father's business but they were together they were partners uh, my, I came to work there my partner and I came to work there sometime in the early to mid 80s my dad retired and here we are one of the oldest businesses in New York but I have to respect you you guys made a conscious decision to to realize that with the growth of the New York City restaurants you guys were going to grow too yeah. and the idea of rents and all that stuff and you can get into that argument but you made a conscious decision to move to a, a different location not for any other reason to pull out but just to grow with the sure. businesses you were growing with yeah you know uh, the Bowery was really a, a, a peddler's market for lack of a better word there's uh, and it still exists even though it's it's clearly gentrifying and, uh, and we decided we just couldn't grow the way we needed to. Our clients demanded, insisted on better service, yeah. service that could only be provided with large warehouses, more space, places to park trucks. And so we moved first out to Brooklyn, then to Queens, uh, then to uh, a couple of years ago, we bought a six-acre plot in Long Island, built a three million cubic foot building and here we are here now we are. I'm sitting with you on a Sunday afternoon anyone anyone listening that doesn't understand what uh, what uh, Sam tell does if uh, obviously there's a whole nother side we'll talk about later but if future restaurant tours anyone that's looking to make that jump um, that has a good credit line um, yeah, wants please. to uh, wants to uh, <laughs> that has good credit um, wants to open a place uh, you know Jerry Cuveris uh, is a name that comes up uh, these are gentlemen that are like 
the top in the world well, thank you about restaurant design. I mean, these are people that not necessarily just always deal with equipment. They deal with the, the tightest spaces yes. in the well, world. Well, certainly uh, designing a restaurant kitchen in New York City is not like designing a restaurant kitchen outside of New York City. Yeah. Space is at a premium. Um, there is traffic. There are parking issues. There are union issues. There are... Uh, we, we work with whom we consider the best chefs in the world, very demanding clients um, who insist on a certain level of design that is difficult to get into the types of spaces we need to work in. Jerry, as you mentioned, is our director of engineering. Yeah. He's, he's a stud. He's yeah. a great guy. He's a pro. Uh, Dan Saltzman, our chief operating officer, one of the best smallwares guys out there. Um, and thank you very much for the compliments. We we think we've got a great it's, team. You know, everyone loves, you know, the hindsight is 2020, but everyone loves to kind of uh, talk about like, oh, well, this and this. And so, you know, it's a tough business you're in because you're dealing with a lot of money. You're dealing with the city in terms of permits. Yes. And uh, rents and building times and, you know, big trucks. And uh, also, I want to give you guys a compliment. Great uh, install, guys. Uh, great. Luigi. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And, and uh, uh, Luigi and uh, Mark, uh, Polish Mark, as you guys call him. I think he's derogatory, <laughs> but I don't know his last Mark name. Mark um, These are are great guys and I've worked worked with all of them uh, you know I don't use this, this stuff lightly but being someone who's been part of six openings and dealt with different companies I won't say who um, I have to say uh, when Luigi shows up I'm a pretty happy guy to, to install stuff yeah he, but, he's good he's uh, he's our client's best friend and in fact he becomes our best friend because he's he's really he doesn't know he's a designer let's not tell him but he really is because uh, because he'll get in there and he'll discover mistakes that we made and he'll he'll correct them on the spot on the fly, and that's that's awesome. It's great to have, and um, and as you say, design is a big part of our business. Designing into those spaces uh, makes them usable, makes them workable, and and that's uh, that's our calling card. That's the thing that we think that we provide. And, uh, and you mentioned other companies, and of course, uh, there, there are plenty of people that, we, that do what we do. Uh, we feel we provide a value-added service that others don't. And also, um, anyone that deals with Samtel that opens the restaurant, there's a whole other side of the company that deals with paper goods. Yes. Um, you know, the seafood towels of the world, your uh, 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 133 glasses, Libby 133 yes, yes, yes. uh, of the world. Um, yes, we're, we're, the, we're the largest distributor of uh, supplies in New York as well. Um, we've got great interior design people. We, do, we think we do a great job, whether it's furnishings or plates or glasses, silverware or paper supplies. And, and now we've even got a ware washing division. So um, let's not tell the big guys out there, but we're really trying to go uh, provide one-stop shopping to our client base. We're Facebook friends, and you have three beautiful children. I think well, I've seen them before. But so I want to bring up a story. I'm actually buttering you up before I bring up a story. <laughs> I heard, no, did you um, fly on an aircraft carrier or something? Did this, I, I, sure? can, I, you, can you talk about that story? I did. Or no? Well, thank you. Sure This is a great, this is like a, a leadership uh, conference or yeah, something? You, yeah, yeah. You're flying on the F-22 uh, Raptor? F-18. Uh, yeah, through, through a business group that I'm a member of, uh, I, I had the opportunity to... Um, to go out, well, honestly, to be flown on uh, on an airplane out to the middle of the Atlantic, um, I can't say where. Yeah. Um, and we landed with uh, an arrested landing, which is with the wire, and you literally yeah, get caught on the cable wire. Landing. Yeah, you there's get three cable, of them. And, and we hit the you first, the first one. one. Good. Our guy hit the first right, one, good. and you stop. And we spent the day and a half on uh, the Nimitz, the Ronald Reagan, the uh, George H. W. Bush. It's the newest aircraft yeah. carrier. Not gonna, um, not gonna ride on my thing. And, and, no. it, and it was awesome because um, 
the great thing about it is is you get to see these these wonderful young men and women who are who are working on these aircraft carriers and um, and serving our country and and yes you get to go up in an F18 and uh, you get a catapult takeoff and the arrested landing and it was an awesome awesome day and a half and it gives you a new appreciation for what 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 we do well Bartel thank you Samtel companies Director of the New York State Restaurant Association. Um, wow, Restaurants Incorporated? Uh, that yes, right, that's your, right I'm a restaurant. Restaurant, restaurant. I do, yes, that restaurateur. Was, that was an interesting question that had had come up because Jesse uh, Kiefer, the producer, asked, um, she has two restaurants. Is that how she kind of went into like the chicken before the egg kind of thing? Is right. that how you kind of went into it? Uh, into the Restaurant Association? Yeah. Well, I, I'm very passionate about hospitality and food service, our restaurants. I'm passionate about the New York State Restaurant Association, too, so that is how I became involved as a, as a member first and then on the board of directors and now chairman this year, 2012. I'm not, I'm not a direct employee for Reed Exhibitions, but I will say thank you on behalf of New York City Restaurant Tours for um, putting the show on. I know oh, it takes you're a lot welcome. of work it and does. there's a lot of money involved and there's a lot of you know, different uh, factions of right. of uh, New York, uh, whether it's the city or upstate or, you know. Very diverse. And, uh, Don't forget Long Island and Niagara. Here we are. Let's, uh, <laughs> we have some new oh, we uh, have some. cool headphones here. Let's oh, see, great. Uh, Red ones. How are those working for you? Are those working? They're working, yeah. Oh, great. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Only three hours into the show. Um, <laughs> Wheatfields, that's the name of one of your restaurants? Yes, we're Wheatfields Restaurant and Bar in Saratoga Springs, downtown Saratoga. And Wheatfields Bistro and Wine Bar in Clifton Park, New York. And are you able to? Uh, this is this is almost like the uh, like the, <laughs> the senator like campaigning for presidency. No, because you, you're holding the position now uh, as chairman. And, yes, and chairman, and you're the uh, first female. I am the to first hold this female. Title, and yes. this is an organization that's been around for eighty. Uh, almost eighty years. Seventy six years. Yeah. Seventy six years. In restaurants, especially probably seventy six years ago, were is it a male dominated kind of like very. Yes, it was. It was. Um, You know, I think I've been with the association for a while, and we have been working uh, very hard over the last couple of years to really be diverse as far as the organization is concerned. Our members are very diverse, so the board of directors should be diverse as well. It's probably one of the most diverse industries in the the country, just in terms of the fact if you walk into a restaurant and there's a young woman from Portland, Oregon, and then your server's from somewhere else, and so the the gentleman working in the kitchen might be from another country on a program or studying and stuff like that. Talk to me about... um, some programs that you guys do that are outside of that are you know the restaurant association does um, that involve like involve restaurants directly that oh, you're proud of yeah well I'm I'm proud of a lot of what the association does um, we offer you know we work for our members so we represent our members in a variety of fashions and we're a, a big resource for our members so speaking as a member and as chairman you know the the restaurant association is there for me as a member so that I can call because there's a variety of programs. I, I'm passionate, again, about hospitality and food service, yeah. so I want to stick to running my restaurant. And the Restaurant Association is outstanding because they're working for me, but they're not on my payroll. Yeah. Uh, so I can call them, and they already have somebody vetted for me, or they can you know, give me the skinny or the lowdown on insurance. This is what I need to know. I, I, I'm not in the insurance business, and nor do I yeah, want to yeah. be in the insurance business. 
the Restaurant Association provides its members those sorts of programs. And then we also have a non-for-profit subsidiary, um, the Educational Foundation. So we work very diligently um, with kids. We have a, a curriculum in 62 counties, all 62 counties in the state of New York, for kids. Breed talent and just kind of... Right, to breed talent for the industry. Myself, you know, not everybody wants to um, you know, just jump right into college. Um, they they want to go into a trade, and the, the service industry is a great trade with a tremendous amount of growth, especially in, in a great or, or a slow economy, if you will. Right, it is. So it's an opportunity for kids to do that, to learn a trade, to go to a vocational school. And then we also offer continuing educational seminars for people who are already in the industry. Okay. So for managers, you know, as a member, their management team can come and uh, take a variety of courses through the Educational Foundation of the New York State Restaurant Association. Now, I want you to wear your restaurant tour hat. Um, okay. <laughs> no, because I, I, I watch a lot of, a lot of, a lot of these programs, uh, myself included, uh, <clears throat> and I'll hear somebody talk about the phone, first phone call you make, and you're saying as a, for insurance, now, I'm a, you're a restaurateur, um, and I want to get in contact with you. Uh, right. Is, what step do I take? Do I go online? You know, you, do I make a phone call? What's the best way to use the resource? You mean... Um, restaurant association. For the restaurant association? Yeah, you know, you're a restaurateur. I'm a restaurateur and, wanting to... And you uh, have a question about insurance exactly. or about a law that was passed or exactly. something like that. You just you can pick up the phone and call the New York State Restaurant Association. We have offices in Albany and in the city. You can send an email. Um, uh, the staff's emails are all listed on our website. Go right to our website. It's nyr. New York State Restaurant Association dot org. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Sorry. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. I've missed channel- twenty five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so somebody else actually. Are uh, you editing the show? Can you delete that part out? One hundred percent. Okay, you, we will. Great. Yeah, yeah. That would be um, wonderful. It's fine. Uh, the. Um, <laughs> Thank I, you. I got the AOK from, <laughs> time code from the guy cutting the tape. <laughs> um, delete the part when she sounds like an idiot. I, I, the. How do I become a member? Uh, you can go vote? right. Well, if you're here right now, you can go to our booth. You just sign in. Yeah, you just sign in. Fourteen forty-five is our and booth. And there's like a yearly fee or whatever. Yes, or there's an annual fee for a membership. Fine. But you know, quite honestly, you'll waive that. You know, for you be, being yes, being chair. <laughs> uh, it was Colleen. Colleen, no, it's cool. No, it's okay. No, it's Colleen okay. said. It's okay. It's like, listen, I don't want to get her involved. We don't want to get Colleen involved. My here. staff hates it at the restaurant <laughs> when somebody comes in. Well, Colleen said. Oh, that's, this. Oh, that's the I get the text at the restaurant. Like, is Colleen working today? No, she is she at the office or? She had the restaurant. No. Do, you, do you know who I am? I'm yeah. her mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm her mother. What? What do you want? I have tomatoes for from the garden. Okay. <laughs> but talk to me about the reason, like the one thing when you were a kid that like you fell in love with, because like you're definitely have that passion. passion what it. is the one thing that, you, that resonates with you? Food. I love. I love food. Is you know, there a particular thing that you smell and you remind you? Like for me, I, I whenever I'm like I smell um, Chardonnay grapes, I think of my. Uh, this is so pretentious. My 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 aunt uh, growing up, she had a little small little vineyard. Oh and wow! And I always say, well, wine, white wine grapes and stuff, like yeah, particularly Chardonnay. Was, it's, it kind of just resonates about food or, or yep. pesto. Any any little things like that that pop I, up? I think because I am a foodie, yeah, I, I think there's everything. a million of them. <laughs> yeah, I could sell. You can open sell a package of Twinkies or something, yeah. and I could smell. But you know, things that my mom cooked that I loved. Okay. You know, my my mom. It's my has mom a, right there. So yeah, my mom. Oh, actually, so, uh, <laughs> You know, the, the dishes that my mom cooked that I loved, or I love the smell of a fresh-cut lime. 
You know, okay. that will bring back memories. Did you grow up in St. Bart's? No, I oh. wish, though. <laughs> Maybe I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to not be around any snow, but always. And I'm very passionate about food, so yeah. you know, the smells of food bring elicit a tremendous amount of memories. And my um, grandmother was Lebanese, so okay. she used to make oh. grape leaves and baba ganoush, baba ganoush and, grape leaves, and yeah. hummus. Shawarma. Um, Kibi or Kibi. Kuba, Kuba yeah, okay. if you're familiar with that. Yeah. Oh, wow. You there's, know some, well, there's some great wine coming out of that, the there, area that, yeah, that region. There's some great yeah. wineries coming out. Maybe we'll have a, we'll have a Lebanon row uh, you know, eventually. And then yeah. uh, my, on my mom's side of the family, so my dad's Irish and Lebanese, and my mom's side of the family is Russian and Czechoslovakian. So there's uh, you know, other No, but there's a, there's a big uh, Lebanese population in upstate New York. I don't know if that's where you particularly grew up. Um, it, it, it's not, but yes, there is. Um, the... Uh, your itinerary is crazy the next few days. It is. So yeah, I'm but gonna. It's fun. Do you, <laughs> do you have I, any hard I, questions for me? No, I don't want to give you. No, Other I, than I wanted the to give. You, no, no, I wanted to. I didn't. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? I just wanted to give um, you a forum because I appreciate one the venue and he being well, here and promoting. Much. So is thank there anything you. you wanted to talk about particularly? Well, you know the the restaurant show is a fabulous place to learn, to experience, to taste. You know, it's very diverse. We are talking about the diversity in yeah. in the hospitality industry in general, and from the Japanese pavilion, the New York wine pavilion. Yeah, the, we had them on. Yeah. Oh, great, yeah. great. The beers, you know, the pride of New York, New York beers. There's so much here at the show that it doesn't matter what type of restaurant tour that you are or in the business, you know, come to the show. I say that I was making the joke that 99% is to the 1%, the, the 1% of the fine dining establishment compared to the actual reality of restaurants, right, right. which is... The 99% of people exactly. that get up every morning, it's their living. It's not about getting up and reading the New York Times or going on eater.com. <laughs> it's a, it's reality. It's like, this is their job, and they, they love it, but it's... We it's, work it's hard. A, we, work, we all work hard. Yeah. Clayton Holmes, thank you. Um, well, thank you very I, much, Jason. I, I appreciate your time. I hope to follow up with you in the next few weeks, maybe get a sure. call in on, on the regular show. Oh, I would love um, it. I, I'd thank love you. to get uh, your, your signature here on our okay. back wall. Um, which Can mine be, be larger than... I'm kidding. Yeah, you should. You, <laughs> I, I've spoken like a true politician. <laughs> Um, yes, please. Um, and and you guys, do you guys do some? You guys lobby in Albany and stuff like that. We for do. Us? Yeah. yeah. So this is not just a like. Your guys are behind us. So if you're yeah, a, you're paying, it's actually helping. You know, restaurant tours that make tons of money here in New York City can just put up a little bit of money and you know don't you know donate or whatever whatever the case may be. Exactly. Um, to get you know our, our lobbying wing, you know. Right. Absolutely. Not just, not just big industry. energy or big oil anymore. Big restaurant. <laughs> big restaurant. Big restaurant touring. <laughs> Thank you, Colleen. I'll Thank see you, you soon. Jason. Cheers. back here the morning after you know one of the great things about actually working in a business that you do a uh, a pr- uh, program about is you can relate to your guests uh, one of those guests here is Matthew Halper uh, I Halper Paper Supplies is a, co- a third generation company it's actually fourth Jason. Uh, fourth sorry fourth fourth generation company um, and uh, I'll have Matthew talk about it a little bit more in a second uh, but I had you know I've worked with I Halper and uh, Sons uh, for about five, five or six years, um, and it's if anyone works within a family company and just gets that whole vibe of just good energy on top of efficiency and you know good pricing and all the obviously business stuff. Um, Matthew Halper is somebody you need to speak to. Matthew, can you talk a little bit about iHelper? Yes, I sure can. And, and thank you. Thank you very much for having me on no, the show. No, th- thanks, man. I know this, is, really a fir- is, this is your pleasure. first. This is the first year Halper is here. It's a big business. Is it? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, this is the first year that we are uh, having our own booth here at the Javits Center. And uh, 
I got to tell you, it has been absolutely fantastic. Well, congratulations. It's been a lot of fun uh, spending the day here. I've run into a lot of old friends, a lot of old colleagues. Uh, I've also met a lot of potential new clients and some new uh, contacts, which, you know, of course, is, is always very productive. Um, but I do appreciate you having me on the show, and, and those were some kind words in regards to my company. Uh, I'm very proud to be a fourth-generation uh, business owner. Uh, there's not a lot of us left. Uh, my great-grandfather started the company back in 1910 in Newark. and uh, Tell the story about the, the, the twine. Well, okay, yeah, um, that, that's, that's kind of cool. My grandfather, he was one of ten. There were eight boys and two girls. And when he was in grade school, him and his brothers, they would come to the shop in Newark before school. I don't know about you, but I couldn't even get up from school <laughs> when I was a kid. These guys were getting was, up at yeah. 4 or 5 a.m. I was watching uh, the Jetsons reruns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was oversleeping. My mom was like, you know, yeah. driving me to school because I missed the bus. <laughs> These old timers were actually up and on the streets of Newark going from peddler to peddler. Uh, push carts is actually what they were. Uh, there'd be one vendor selling just apples. Next to him would be somebody selling just oranges and so on and so on. And uh, my grandfather and his brothers, they had, similar to, I guess, a, a young boy having a paper route, they would go uh, up and down the streets and sell two, three, four bags at a time to the various peddlers, and they would sell twine as well. Uh, the only way they could measure the twine is by arm length, so they would count it out, one, two, three, and then with a scissor, cut it and say, okay, here's three arm lengths, that'll be three pennies. And that's pretty much uh, what started. they did and how the business started. But when you say you, you're one of the, the, the few left, I think there's a reason for that. And um, just from my end on the, the business side, dealing with you uh, and purchasing from you, you guys have definitely made some conscious decisions uh, over the past couple of years to, to grow. And not in the, the, the sort of offensive way, but in the, in the big way of alienating everybody. It's almost like restaurants in New York City have grown. Restaurant groups have grown. And a lot of companies will just try to, you know, stop growth on the, um, the, the, the purveyor side, will stop growth just to maximize profits rather than reinvest in facilities and stuff. And I think one of the great things why you're still around is you guys took the opportunity to invest in that facility that's in Jersey, um, to invest in being in the show, to uh, invest in... Um, just the idea of being, you know, social media and, and little by little. It's a laissez-faire business no matter what it is. But, you know, talk to me. Was that a conscious decision? That yeah, that, that's very very observant, very astute. We, we certainly have taken some steps to put together a corporate strategy uh, to really solidify ourselves in the industry for the next generation at least and perhaps beyond that. Um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to have partnered up with a lot of uh, owners, operators, restaurateurs, chefs, uh, people in the hotel business, people in the catering industry. Uh, we've been real fortunate to partner up with them and grow with them over the years, whereas these operators and entrepreneurs are opening up second, third, fourth, fifth, even beyond, uh, you know, we grow with them. Um, moving to Bayonne, New Jersey was a big step for us. It uh, allowed us to be much closer to New York City, where a significant percentage of our client base is, and it also gave us the ability to have a brand new state-of-the-art warehouse and office to attract uh, a better workforce and to uh, really put ourselves in line with 
being able to service the uh, the demands of all of our clients. Yeah, I, I think uh, anyone who's listening that's in the the uh, restaurant owner, or restaurant tour, or, or future kids in school that are, are tuning in, uh, I think one of the big things when you deal with a company are the the company as a whole. It's not just a one one sum game. Um, and one of the things I I really uh, commend about Hopper are just like the like drivers. Uh, these guys have probably been working for your family for a while. Just great guys. And the thing is, these guys aren't, like, a lot of people that you deal with aren't in a great mood just because they're just happy guys. They're treated really well. And that, that sort of transcends, you know, your, your, yourself and your brothers and your family's, you know, approach to, you know, the way you treat your workers. You know, a lot of times in restaurants, uh, you know, there's a lot of money and there's time and there's traffic and there's this. And you don't take that extra time. It's true. But I, I really get the, uh, I, I have the impression that... Um, that it transcends uh, the philosophy, the family-owned thing, kind of, and, and they take it really, pride in their it job. Really, it really does. You know, you, you, you really nailed it. There is mm-hmm. a recipe. Uh, it involves a certain chemistry that starts with the ownership and trickles down to the management and the administration and goes all the way down to our warehouse employees, our drivers, the customer service representatives, purchasing, receivables, you name it. Everybody sort of has adopted the same type of philosophy. Um, You know, it's a pretty simple formula. You know, we really do try to treat people as individuals, whether they're working for a big corporation or a smaller uh, type of business. Um, Everybody gets treated a certain way, and we constantly reinforce that with our staff. You know, we want to be considered... Uh, the nice guy on the block. While there's competitors that we have that are certainly maybe bigger or uh, have more employees or do more in sales annually, uh, you, you just really can't beat the way that we approach our customers. And we have that same philosophy internally. Uh, we, we take pride in, in treating all of our vendors, all of our suppliers, and like you said, all of our employees Really well. One really of the, well. Yeah. One of the things that the uh, you know things tend to trends tend to like peak and then they, they stream off a little bit. Um, one of the things that wasn't necessarily a trend. It's actually a, it's a conservative effort uh, to be socially aware. Are green products. Um, you guys, you know, eco friendly cups and stuff. Uh, tell us where where you're at in terms of that. It's not something you could do overnight. It's it's another thing. It takes time to get products that, that people is true. like. Functionality is still a part of. As eco-friendly as you want to be, there still needs to be functionality, or you're just wasting everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, we've dedicated a lot of time and effort working very closely with the manufacturers and suppliers who are coming to market with the most eco-friendly, compostable, biodegradable, and recyclable products. We just know, being New Yorkers, that that's a, a significant part of what uh, restaurateurs and operators want to have. Uh, they they want to be able to be able to tell their clients, their uh, families in their neighborhood that come to their restaurants or stay at their hotels that they're putting forth the best effort to be as uh, conscientious about the products that they're putting out there. Uh, being the owner of the company, there's a nice advantage I have where I am in direct contact with the higher ups at the companies that we do business with. So as new products roll out and as their efforts to maintain the the green movement, uh, basically I'm at the front of the lines and uh, it's a good place to be because I can not only receive all the information before it gets out there to the 
public, I could then be the one to initiate and introduce all that information and, and those new products there. and put it out there. Exactly. And you're a new dad. I am a new Congratulations. dad. Congratulations. I am. Thank you. Thank you. My wife, Erin, and I have a six-month-old son named Lewis. We're... Stoked. Absolutely over the moon, yeah. And I know, it's I, fantastic. I don't know We're loving every minute of it. Vacations you have on you know on the, the horizon, but I know you're a big uh, 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 cruise guy. All this cruise <laughs> stuff true. going on. That's true. Are you still a cruise guy or I, whatever? I don't want to take away from it because you, no, no. you might have Caribbean cruises might be one of your accounts. <laughs> but I'm saying no, no. You, that's that's uh, that's an interesting point you raise. Uh, no, no. My wife's mother is actually next door. At the other part of the oh, Javits Center. The travel. That's right. She uh, she is a travel agent specializing in cruises. Okay. Oh, so, so there yeah. So so we're we're certainly loyal to her. And um, no, by no means are we discouraged by what happened uh, a couple of months ago. Um, in fact, I have a cruise planned uh, in January for my fortieth oh, birthday. No, oh, no, this 40? is. Yeah, I'm turning 40, and um, you know my uh, my dad, my brother, and sister are all our families. We're all going on a Caribbean cruise, so it should be good. Matthew Halper, iHalper Paper Supply, a friend. Uh, I want to thank you for just taking the time. I know this is a busy day for you, so thank you for joining us here in the morning. No, after. no, it's my pleasure. Please Jason. Um, sign the uh, the. the I'd be honored to here. I'd be honored uh, we'll, to. We'll be auctioning off on eBay all the proceeds to go to the New York State Restaurant Association. Um, with a 10% uh, finder's fee. Thank you for having me, Jason. Uh, Thanks, Matthew. I really appreciate it. I'll I'll follow up with you after this week. Uh, We'll talk. Sounds good. Thanks, man. My pleasure. I am Jason Kaluji. This is The Morning After. We were broadcasting live from the restaurant show. Thank you, Reed. Uh, Exhibitions. Thank you, everybody, for your time. Uh, We'll go to the guests later on. You'll see us on Twitter. The T-H-E, Jason, J-A-S-O-N, Kaluji, C-O-L-U-C-C-I. Follow me on Facebook, The Morning After. Thanks again.